Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes uh, for our final episode of Villaintober. Um, I am recording today with my roommate's cat in my lap because my roommate is not home and I felt too bad for her being alone all day and then me immediately getting home and locking her out of my room. So I let her come sit on my lap. Uh, which is definitely a mistake because she wants to eat my hands so bad. <laughs> she wants to do crimes to me. I'm very sorry. Yeah, but, um, we're just gonna, we're just gonna podcast, uh, podcast despite these obstacles. And if I'm occasionally interrupted by telling her to stop being evil, um, then that is, uh, that's just how things are gonna be. She is she is very cute. So just if if you're mad about podcasts uh being interrupted, just think about a very cute cat. Um and be like, "Well, I can't be mad. I can't be mad at a cute little cat. You're so cute, but you're so evil." Okay. Anyways, for our very last episode of uh this year's Villaintober, uh we are here to talk about a villain that was uh, suggested by patron of the show Sam some time ago, and that is Deadshot. Not to be confused with Deadpool or Deathstroke or any number of other villains with sort of thematically similar names. No, this guy is Deadshot. (laughs) He was... uh, Introduced in 1950, so pretty, um... So he's old. So he's an old guy, and you could probably tell that he was introduced in 1950 because his name is Floyd. Ah, yes. His name is Floyd Lawton, which I believe in 1950 would not be that unusual, but if you were creating this character... In, you know, whatever, like, the 80s or later when you were trying to make a cool, edgy supervillain, um, you probably would not think that the name Floyd would, you know, strike fear <laughs> into people's hearts. Um, and in fact, it would seem like it would really be a source of mockery. Not that- I doubt people are making fun of Deadshot very much because he- would simply shoot them. Uh, but still, his name is Floyd, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, so, he is introduced in, uh, 1950 in an issue of Batman, written by David Verne Reed and, uh, drawn by Lou Schwartz. Um, and in his initial appearance, he is extremely goofy. <laughs> He is introduced as, uh, similarly to, uh, Bruce Wayne, a very, very wealthy man who decides to become the king of the Gotham underworld. But the way that he decides to go about it is he's going to become a better vigilante than Batman. Um, and then, Batman, like, 
leaves Gotham in disgrace, I guess. And then there's no Batman to stop him from doing his crimes. So this, uh, this man, this man Floyd is running around in a full tuxedo. Good for him. And top hat and a domino mask with guns. Okay, so tuxedo mask with guns. Yeah, exactly. Tuxedo mask, but they gave him two guns. Um, his name is Deadshot because of his excellent marksmanship skills. Um, he's famous for never missing. Um, this is, in, in 1950 also, it wouldn't be as weird, presumably, for a comic book, like, heroic character to have guns. If we had a guy show up now and it was like, I'm gonna, my thing is I'm better than Batman and I have guns, everyone would be like, this, what's, what's wrong with this guy? Um. Didn't they try doing that with Batman? Again? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, goddamn. But, uh, so he starts taking down criminals, uh, doing a, a better job, uh, than Batman. Does he kill people? At this point in time. At this point in time, I... Unclear. I was assuming yes, because of the guns. But, I mean, he could have just been taking out criminals non-lethally with his guns. I mean, he never misses. So, wherever he's aiming, supposedly, I guess. Yeah. It's whatever. It's, It's completely... Within his control, whether he kills people or not. Um, <laughs> God, can't even accidentally kill a person. <laughs> uh, so, Commissioner Gordon and Batman figure out uh, his evil scheme. Um, and they stop him by Batman uh, manages to secretly, like tamper with the sights on his guns um so he goes um he goes to to confront batman and is suddenly just like missing left and right and he's like oh my god what's happening to me um and batman amazingly um, has a panel where he's like you call yourself dead shot dud shot would be better ah oh, the 50s <laughs> I would love I I would love to imagine that this moment haunts Deadshot for the rest of his life. It's, this is real. It is his villain <laughs> origin story. Yeah, no. Before this he was just kind of doing some crimes, but after this he's like, I am a supervillain. I do hate Batman. I'm lying awake at night thinking about that time he called me Deadshot. <laughs> um so Deadshot's like, no, my guns, and, you know, they, they arrest him, uh, he goes to jail, that's the end of Deadshot for a very long time. This was a a lot of villains introduced at this point in Batman were intended to just kind of be, uh, one-offs, and almost, I think almost 30 years later, they, uh, so it's while, um, 
Batman and Detective Comics are both running concurrently uh, in, like, the late 70s, much as they have continued to do. And there's, like, one point where, like, uh, Steve Englehart has this storyline planned out with, like, a bunch of, like, different Batman villains, like, getting an issue to tell the story about how they killed Batman, and then at the end, it's revealed that Batman's actually alive. And it, like, happened that, like, the Joker issue of that was going to, like, land on the same month as, like, a Joker issue of Batman. And, uh, the editor asked Steve Englehart to write just, like, another issue that they, um, could put in there and suggested that he bring back an old villain. He's like, I don't know. How about Deadshot? (laughs) That guy's just been in jail for, like, 25, 30 years. Um, and when Deadshot, uh, returns... And breaks out of jail, he looks very different. I mean, he's been in jail for, like, 20 to 30 years, so, like, yeah, you, I mean, you do get older, You he your, has, your view on life changes. He has gotten older, and his view on life has changed, and also he um got himself an extremely different outfit, which is the outfit that I... Most people would recognize as Deadshot now. Um, this kind of like red and yellow and silver with like the full like metallic like full face helmet and just the one little like red like eye sight thing built into it. Um, and he also has his, uh, now iconic like wrist-mounted guns. Get a hold of these, Batman. Check this out. Um, I don't, like, if I had to, I would say it maybe felt a little bit weird by, like, 1977 to have a Batman villain who was just, like, carrying around, like, real guns. Um, but the wrist guns are, like, funny to me they're still guns like they look like they're things that should shoot like little like you know like tasers or you know energy beams or something but they are just guns that shoot bullets and i feel like there's a reason why most guns aren't like little things that you strap to your wrist because i don't think it's the most like efficient method of firing a bullet you lose some um you lose some accuracy, and you probably lose some power. Yeah. You that, cannot that hold a guess. big bullet in there. No. And I mean, I guess he's not concerned about the accuracy, because he, um, he never, he never misses. That's his thing. Um. I would assume that he would be more concerned with accuracy. <laughs> he's like, no matter what sort of gun I have, I cannot miss. But, uh, he breaks out of prison, um, he tries to kill Batman, he he doesn't, but, uh, not too long after this, he has, like, a, a couple, um, a couple of other appearances, 
he goes back to prison. Somebody uh, breaks him out to hire him uh, to kill Bruce Wayne. He uh, shows up briefly um, in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, and then, uh, most famously, he takes a spot in uh, the Suicide Squad. Um, Amanda Waller uh, goes to him in prison and says, join, join my Suicide Squad. And uh, he decides to stay on. So this, um, this is the Suicide Squad written by uh, John Ostrander. And this is where, I mean, one, like, Deadshot becomes, like, kind of most known as a member of the Suicide Squad, first and foremost. Um, And also they kind of delve more into his personality and backstory and, like, give him, like, a a ton of just absurd, like, abilities. Like, again, like, he doesn't have superpowers, but they're, like, he never, he never misses. Never misses a shot. He can do anything. He's, you know, he's shooting bullets to, like, ricochet perfectly off, like, five different things and hit what he's trying to hit. He's, like, curving bullets around corners. He, um... Is also, he's, like, good at, you know, fighting without guns, obviously. I think it one Is he good point... at basketball? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I mean, um, can't miss. Can't miss. Always gets his shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he also, um, at one point it's established that he trained with um, Cassandra Kane's father, um, the famous assassin David Kane. So he's uh very, very good at this. They give him the backstory. They don't retcon the original, like, top hat appearance, which is fun. I don't I don't think it's referenced very often, but it is fun to acknowledge that it uh did in fact exist. But they uh Give him a backstory. The backstory is he, uh, had very wealthy parents who hated each other. Um, neither of them were very good parents, but his father, uh, specifically was an abusive alcoholic. Um, cause you gotta, when you're a supervillain, you gotta have a bad dad. It's comics. Um, what, like, what else, what else is there? What what other reasons are there to be evil? Bad dad, dead sibling, dead shot gets both. <laughs> um, Oof. Yep. He has a um he has an older brother named Eddie who is favored by their parents, like seen as, you know, a much like better and more promising kid and Floyd really, you know, he loves him and looks up to him despite <laughs> The fact that his his their parents treat him way better. Um, at one point, their mom asks the two of them to kill their dad, who she hates. Cool and is thing. Terrible. Cool thing for um, a parent to do. Yeah, normal parenting. Um, parenting techniques. And Floyd 
doesn't like his dad, but is like, hold on. <laughs> I don't know if we should just kill him. Um, and... you, you know, Mom, there's um divorce? <laughs> Have you considered divorce? <laughs> Have you considered a counselor? <laughs> um, so Floyd is not on board with killing his dad, but uh, Eddie, his brother, is fully like, all right, yeah, mom, mom, mom wants us to kill dad. Let's kill dad. I hate him. Um, and Floyd's like, I also hate him, but I don't think we should kill him. Um, and he tries to go and warn his dad, and Eddie stops him and like locks him in the boathouse, and Floyd manages to break out, finds a gun, climbs, uh, like climbs up a tree beside the house to see that like. Eddie has, like, shot their father in the spine and is, like, preparing to shoot again to kill him. Floyd, uh, goes to try and, like, shoot the gun out of his hand, basically, but a branch breaks and he misses and he accidentally kills Eddie. Um, And he vows to never miss again. Literally, that is it. (laughs) Yeah. I saw where it was going. <laughs> yep, yep, that's it. That's, um, that, that's, you know? I was picking up what Comics was putting down, and I'm like, this is the one time he misses. <laughs> and this instead is, of, is... instead of vowing to never touch a gun again, he vows yeah. to, to get so good at guns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's he's like, damn, I guess I better shoot guns a lot, but be really good at it. I mean, I guess you never know when you're going to have to try to shoot your dad. I don't know. His dad makes it out of here, doesn't he? Um, his his dad makes it out alive. He might die at some point. Um, but he well, is we- still alive, at least for a while. We all die at some point. We we do all die at some point. Um there's a um there's a a later storyline where his mom tries to get him to kill his dad again. But we'll um we'll get to that. So his dad lives, obviously is like, Hey, you tried to have me killed by our sons and basically just kind of like ruins uh their mom's life so she's not happy he's not happy deadshot isn't happy eventually he decides to become the tuxedo mask king of the gotham underworld and then that doesn't end well for him um suicide squad also establishes this sort of ongoing thing about um Deadshot's character where he doesn't really care about living. He has um he ha- he has a death wish. Well, he did join the Suicide Squad. He joined the team that was literally called Suicide Squad. He was like, "Sign me up for this one." Um, oh, perfect. All my qualifications. Yeah, exactly. Um, not to the point of actively like, killing himself, but to the point of, like, intentionally seeking out very, like, dangerous situations and putting himself in harm's way and being like, 
well, who cares? Um, he, like, at one point, he's in, like, um, a fight with, like, um, Kyle Rayner, and he, uh, he just, like, shoots himself in the neck. So he's like, well, either I'll die, or Kyle will try to stop me from dying because he's a superhero, and I will be able to shoot him with my guns while his guard is down. I mean... So, win-win for me, Deadshot. <laughs> it's... I guess. Yeah. Um, so th- this is this is sort of his, like, his thing in the Suicide Squad, is being the most enthusiastic about the team, the stated team goal. Um, There's, like, in this, like, volume of the Suicide Squad, they have, like, a team therapist um, who, like, is, like, talking to Deadshot about, like, his many issues, and, you know, like... It ties it back to, like, how much his parents hated each other and, like, the death of his brother. And Deadshot's like, nope, nope, I don't care. I don't care about anything. I actually don't even care that I killed my brother. I was just mad um, that I wasn't good enough at uh, shooting guns, but now I am. So who cares? And she's like, okay, well, all of that was a lie, (laughs) obviously. Um... But he, um, he stays on with the Suicide Squad. He, like, keeps staying in, like, uh, Bell Rev prison, despite being offered, like, different accommodations. Um, and he's like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care where I live. A bed is a bed. And he does, um, he does develop a, um, a little bit of an attachment to, Rick Flag, the sort of like field leader guy of the Suicide Squad. And he also is like implied to have like not killed Batman out of respect for Batman, even if it's like subconscious. Um, at one point, there's a, uh, mission where uh rick the the suicide squad is being blackmailed by the senator and so rick flag i don't know why you would blackmail anything that amanda waller runs right like come on yeah so they try and blackmail the suicide squad amanda waller like behind the scenes presumably, like, counter-blackmails them, or, you know, does an Amanda Waller thing. Um, Rick Flag is unaware of this, goes like, I gotta go kill this senator to stop him. Um, and Amanda's like, oh, goddammit. And she sends the Suicide Squad to go and stop Flag from killing Senator Cray. Um, do whatever they have to do. And Deadshot, uh, is the one who manages to find them, finds Flag as he's, like, about to shoot this senator. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll stop Rick Flag from killing the senator. And so Deadshot shoots the senator instead. Um, and- You know what? Yeah? Technically following directions. 
technically doing what he was asked to do. And Rick, um, Rick Flag, uh, tries to, like, tell him to, like, you know, get away before the police show up and, like, help him escape. And Deadshot's, like, sort of emotionally, like, no, you have to go. I'm staying here. You Go. Go or I'll shoot you. Go on. Get out of here. Go on. Get out of here. Can't you see you're not wanted? <laughs> exactly. Go on now, get. Um, Deadshot is, like, you know, gets into a shootout with the police. Um, is shot multiple times and somehow manages to live and wakes up like, fuck! God, God damn it! Not again. Yeah, he's like, I'm still alive and Amanda Waller is extremely mad at me. Honestly, and... the worst possible situation for uh, Deadshot to be in. Yeah, just truly just the, the things he hates the most. And... Amanda Waller is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he's like, I did what you told me to do. <laughs> I followed your instructions, technically. And she's like, I, I hate, I hate you. Um, part of the reason that things happen like this is because prior to this, it's um, revealed... I think in a conversation with his therapist that, um, at some point, um, he was married and they had a son together. And so, uh, at some point he's contacted by his ex-wife to say that, um, their son has been kidnapped and, uh, it's like some of like, like, uh, some of Deadshot's, like, former criminal associates, um... They should know better than. <laughs> yeah, for reals. So, he, um, tracks them down. They're like, ooh, ooh, we, we have your son, and we, we gotta, we're here to make sure you fulfill an old contract. And Deadshot's like, no, tell me where my son is. Um, starts, you know, just, just, just killing and torturing, <laughs> just, just willy-nilly, and, uh, eventually manages to find his son, but not before one of the criminals who had helped to kidnap him accidentally, uh, kills him. So Deadshot kills them, obviously, <laughs> goes, goes without saying at this point, um, his response to this is murder. And finds out that the gang was hired by his mother, who was trying to force him to kill his father again, again? for real this time. At um, and he ends up um shooting his mother in the spine, like his father was shot, but not killing her, and. Then, uh, goes back to therapy and is like, yeah, I, um, I killed all those men because I had to salvage my reputation and not because I cared about my son, because I don't. And his therapist is like, you literally are having, a, like, a complete mental breakdown right now because uh, your son died. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm normal. Watch this. And then he goes and shoots a senator. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's like, I'm doing great. I'm doing just fine, therapist. Anyway, watch yep. me kill a man. Watch me kill a man for truly no reason besides to annoy Amanda Waller. Watch me kill a man, get in a shootout, get shot multiple times, and truly be upset to come out of it alive. <laughs> I'm normal and doing great. I'm having a normal one. Thank you. Um, in a later miniseries, he is revealed to have another child named Zoe who has stuck around a little bit more. I think this has sort of become like a, a constant. It is, it is present in the Bad Suicide Squad movie. Ah. He um, has a daughter with a um, woman he just sort of like hooked up with once and finds out about her and um, ends up like going to meet her and like sort of uh, bonding with her. And uh, he ends up there. Um, they're living in, in Star City. Um, and he ends up, like, using his, you know, various criminal connections to, like, help her get into, like, a better school. Um, and he <laughs> tracks down um, Green Arrow and is like, hey, you gotta keep a better eye on this part of town. Alright, it's, it's like, it, it really sucks over there. <laughs> Which is just, so, like, imagine you're Green Arrow, and you're doing Green Arrow things, and Deadshot shows up, and you're like, oh god, Deadshot, we're gonna have to do, like, a, a you know, crazy one-upsmanship, like, making trick shots sort of, like, fight, and Deadshot's like, hey, this part of town needs some help. Do something about it. And Ollie's, and Ollie's like, like, what? Oh, oh, shit, yeah. Shit, you're right. Damn, you're right. You're right, Deadshot. Thanks for the advice. Um, that, like, particular miniseries ends with him, uh, like, you know, realizing he's like, oh, it's too dangerous for me to be around them because of all my enemies and, you know, the crime and everything. Um, so I can't, I can't be a part of her life. But she does show up again. And then I think in New 52... He has a new, a, a different, um, daughter who's, like, uh, like, half Japanese. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the Deadshot daughter situation is now. I was assuming, because Will Smith had a daughter in the Suicide Squad movie, that current consensus is that he does, in fact, have a daughter who he cares about, uh, Secretly, deep, deep down, even though he's like, I don't care about anyone or anything. <laughs> and I'm ready for death. Um, he, uh, joins the Secret Six and <laughs> ends up being friends, uh, with Catman. And then they both just, like, loudly deny that they're friends to anyone who sees them interacting in a friendly way. <laughs> <laughs> um which is cute actually um he 
at one point is seemingly killed by a uh, villain called Automatopoeia, ah. who, um, yeah, whose thing is doing Automatopoeias. <laughs> um, he do- he doesn't have he doesn't have superpowers. Like he doesn't have like sound related abilities. He is just he's a a serial killer who kills like he goes after non superpowered like superheroes and villains and also he imitates sounds around him. Oh. Yeah, like he'll like you know, the, he'll be um walking through like a hallway where there's a leaky pipe and the pipe will be going drip 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 and onomatopoeia will be saying drip drip drip. I like I think they just I think they just did it cuz onomatopoeia is a a good word. And also it's pretty <laughs> easy to convey in comics. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he gets into a fight with Deadshot and shoots him in the head, but, um, Deadshot's armor blocks it and he lives again. And it's like, buddy, you want to die so bad, why'd you make such good armor? Because <laughs> deep, 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 deep down, he knows he's got to be there for his daughter. Wow. Um, there's also one point on the Suicide Squad where, um, like, his armor gets stolen by, like, some rando who just starts, like, running around committing crimes, and, uh, Deadshot shoots him in the head, but is, like, extremely shaken up by the experience of shooting someone who was dressed exactly like him in the head, and, like, goes around, like, wearing the helmet, like, still with the bullet hole in it. Um, but he's normal, and he's doing good. He's doing great, and his therapist should be proud. His therapist would be so proud of him if she could see this. Um, during Salvation Run, he is, um, he and the Suicide Squad are, uh, tasked to, um round up supervillains and send them off to this um this planet called Salvation Run um no the planet is called Salvation just the storyline is called Salvation Run and uh Deadshot ends up being um tricked into also being <laughs> also being sent to Salvation Run and he's like oh no um he, um, I think it's, it's, it's Rick Flag. I think it's Rick Flag the Younger. Um, Rick Flag two. The Rickening. Yeah, the Rickening. But he, uh, he, he ends up escaping. Obviously, most of the supervillains that were there end up escaping. Um, it would be whack if, like, a gigantic chunk of DC supervillains were just on a planet forever dc is like we don't care about these ones anymore we're just gonna send them to australia in space simply sending them away we are choosing not to look at them um he um makes a um he makes a deal with the devil during that uh one storyline where the uh demon comes from hell and starts making deals with superheroes Uh, as you do um, 
he um, joins up with the Secret Six again and is on it for a little bit longer. Actually kind of like a proper member. Still friends with Catman. Um, in uh, New 52, he is on the Suicide Squad again. Um, he is um, the leader of the team due to being relatively stable by Suicide Squad standards, which is not saying much. Yeah. Um, but at least Deadshot's issues mostly manifest in him, you know. Putting himself in danger. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) he doesn't do a ton of, like, really chaotic stuff by Suicide Squad standards. Um, he, um, dies and gets resurrected. Um, he, uh helps, like, bring the team back together during Forever Evil. In Rebirth, I think in a recent issue of Rebirth Suicide Squad, he, uh, he died again. He was killed by Black Mask. But, um, I am just, I'm, it's comics, so I'm gonna go ahead and assume he will be fine. (laughs) Unless they're trying to get rid of him, because they don't want people to remember that he was in the bad Suicide Squad movie. And they're like, we're all about blood sport now. This this man must die. Nobody can remember our sins. <laughs> just ignore, just ignore this. Ignore this man. Um Yeah, he um uh I I'm I'm sure I'm sure he'll I'm sure he'll show up again. Can't keep you can't you can't have a guy whose thing is wanting to die really bad and then kill him. Like that's like giving that's giving Deadshot a good ending. And <laughs> that's you know, what he wants. That's what he wants. He has to grow as a person first and realize yeah. no, he does want to live actually and he is friends yeah. with Catman and he does love his yeah. daughter. And he is yeah. sad about his family and <laughs> yeah. And then you can kill him. He has grown as a person very slowly but surely. Like, he's he's been portrayed, like, more sympathetically as the years have gone on. Especially, I think, like, you know, everything with his daughter was sort of, like, a tipping point for that. But he's he's still... He's still a pretty evil guy. (laughs) Like, he, he doesn't have quite the emotional depth of like a death stroke but death stroke has also done a lot more stuff yeah um yeah did you have anything else i did not except halfway through this episode i got so scared that we had done him already because i'm like a (laughs) lot of this sounds so familiar but i looked and we didn't so i'm like we must have just talked about him at some point but I was yeah. so so scared. <laughs> it would be, it would be a little bit funny. Um, if like at some point I feel like this is bound to happen. We are on our oh my god, a hundred and ninety ninth 
episode. Uh huh. Um, and like many of these are like long ago enough that I could conceivably like start like taking notes on somebody and like have no recollection of doing it before. Um, at some point it might happen and we might just put the episode out and everyone will be like, is this like, are they doing a bit? Nope. (laughs) We'll have to be like, nope, we just forgot. There's a lot of comics books. Oh, but otherwise I, I did not read anything this week. I am starting Uh. to pack. So I packed all of my red comics that I have already read, and then I looked at my bookshelf full of unread comics, and I went, oh, no. (laughs) So. (laughs) Um, Got too many of these bad boys. That's, um, that's relatable. I, God, good, good luck. Godspeed. (laughs) Thanks. Did you read anything? I, um, I did, I did not. Um, I did get I can't remember if I said this last time. My um, order of physical books from Shortbox came in. Congrats. um, And they are so, so nice. Um, I haven't actually read them yet besides just looking at them and coveting them. Um, There's one... eh, I'm stretching. I got... Uh, Interim by Alyssa Chan. Um is uh very very pretty but it has this like really nice like gold foil like spot accents on the cover um and i am just looking at it and treasuring it i'm trying to remember if there were um important comics related announcements and i feel like after we got such like (laughs) <laughs> like the bombshell of John Kent by everything is still sort of just reeling. Um I did I did I did see Venom too. Oh congrats. Um, I have not yet. Yeah. I'm considering stepping foot inside of a theater. Yes. <sighs> it 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 has this I think this was my first um post pandemic theater experience. Um and I haven't it seen was... a movie since Birds of Prey. <laughs> um, it was like, it was me and my roommate and then two other people in the theater. So it was um, pretty, <laughs> relatively low stress <laughs> as far as that goes. Um, but I did like Venom too. It is um, quite silly, but it has like, honestly, as like, it's like minimal investment it's 90 minutes long um the stakes are relatively low which is honestly my ideal for superhero movies um tom hardy is still doing his inexplicable weird voice (laughs) that he keeps doing as eddie brock (laughs) um he's he's making he's making some choices and i i don't understand what they are um, but I do respect him for them. Um, and it, like, I mean, I think, I think people have said this already. It leans into kind of the silliness a lot more, um, which is, like, it makes it a very different sort of weird from the first Venom, because the first part of, like, what felt 
so like fever dream-ish to me about the first Venom is that like there's like 75% of it that's trying to be like a normal like superhero movie and then just like complete nonsense happening. Yeah, it's like we are a serious superhero film and then Tom Hardy climbs into a lobster tank. Tom Hardy climbs in a lobster tank. There's like a cool Venom fight scene. And at the end, Venom's like, bite all the heads off and put them in the corner. Pile of bodies, pile of heads. And you're like, what is this? What are they doing? <laughs> um, they're having a good time. Is, they're having a great time. And I support them. Um, this movie is much more like, yes, this is a silly movie. One of the first things that Tom Hardy does in this movie is Venom controls his arms to like, draw things on a piece of paper super fast so his hands are blurry and moving like a cartoon. Um, and there's little sound effects of, like, um, so (laughs) that's the the kind of film experience that Venom 2 is. Um, but I had a fun time. I'm excited to see Um, it. Yeah, every, everyone involved, it seems like, is having, is having fun. So, good for them. Um, but yeah, I think that that's that's the only relevant thing that I can think. I'm sure every time we're going to get off and either I will remember something huge that was announced recently or there's going to be like a major comic books announcement as soon as we hang up the call. Um, Hold on, let me look at but, t- Twitter trending. <laughs> okay, go to Twitter trending re- real quick while I do the wrap up. Um that um that is gonna do it for this week on Capes and Japes and for Villaintober. Uh thank you for uh enjoying another month of Villaintober with us, because we've been doing this podcast long enough to have yearly traditions. And uh we are almost at 200 episodes. We don't know what we're gonna do, so stay tuned for that, I guess. Um anyways. If you want to keep up with us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook. All of those are just under Capes and Japes. You can uh, send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. We have a Discord server that you should uh, definitely come and join. We're, we're just, we're just vibing. We're just vibing in there, baby. Come hang out with us. Uh, we have a Patreon, if you want to support us on there. Um, as mentioned, Deadshot was suggested by patron of the show, Sam, so thank you for that. And you can come, uh, suggest things, too, if you want to. Um, if you, uh, can't support us on Patreon, or you don't want to, but you still want to support the show... Leaving a rating and a review is a great way to do that. We will uh, thank you on an episode if you do. Telling a friend about the show if you think they would be interested in it. And just coming back and joining us and being here and chilling with us as you have done uh, again today on Capes and Japes. Uh, So thank you for that. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar, and as always, according to Twitter, there's two comics news. One, uh, James Wan reveals the cancelled Trench spinoff was secretly a Black Manta movie, and two, Brendan Fraser has been cast as Firefly in the Batgirl movie? 
Oh, good for him. Yeah. All right. Well, there, there you go, everyone. There's there, your updates. There is comics news after all. Wow, amazing. Also, kiss me sexy Batman. Yes, that too. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>